This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 51 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to be diving into setting quarterly goals to set yourself up for 2018. Now, we are still continuing the process of using the recordings from the live trainings that I do every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern on the Jenny Melrose Facebook page. Now, I've been getting a lot of great feedback from my podcast listeners saying that they love the fact that they're able to attend the training live and then hear the recording as well on the podcast. I'd love to get your thoughts. So please feel free to email me at jenny at themelrosefamily.com so that I can really understand if this is working for you. I want to make sure that you as my listeners are getting the best education that you possibly can from me with the trainings that I do. And if this isn't working for you, I want to know. If it is, I'd love to know as well. All right, guys, let's dive in. Okay, guys, good morning. It is Tuesday, 11 a.m. Eastern. You are joining in for setting your quarterly goals to bring your business to the next level. Okay, so if this is your first time joining me for Tuesday, 11 a.m. training, welcome. I am so excited to be able to have you here with me. I am just going to make sure that I can see myself live in the group. We are going to be trying something a little different. If you are a listener of Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with me, um, you know that I have been taking my Facebook Live training that I do each week, and then we are repurposing it into a podcast episode. And I have been getting feedback actually from my listeners that they are loving it because it gives them the opportunity to be able to ask their questions live with me and to be able to... Uh, get on the podcast with me with those questions. So if you are a listener of the podcast, you can join in 11 a.m. Eastern for the training. Or if you're here live with me, you will be on the podcast if your question gets asked live. All right. So we are really going to dive right into this. I am so excited. I can see people coming in. Uh, good morning, Deborah. It's good to see you again. <laughs> so I actually do a training at 10 o'clock in my membership site prior to this training. So that is why you'll hear me saying to certain people, good morning, good to see you again, because they already received training this morning. We actually were covering Instagram stories and the best uses for it. So we are going to be diving in now and focusing on setting your quarterly goals. So I am going to make sure that this is good. If everyone else that is watching live, just give me a hey, give me a good morning. Um, that way I can tell who else is here with us. I um, will be diving in. I actually have a really exciting thing that I wanted to show you guys really fast. Um, I'm using the live for those that are wondering how I broadcast into my Facebook groups and onto my page. I use the live. And one of the great things they have right now is they have this wonderful different effects. And as you can see, it's snowing here in North Carolina. 
not really. Um, but I thought it was really cute because you can display all these different things. And people are always asking, like, how do you go live? What are you using? And I just recently actually switched. I had been using Zoom and decided that I needed to try something different. I love the way that Be Live does the um, they set it up so that you have like an RSVP that so that your people will get notifications just before you go live. And I loved that fact. All right, perfect. Good morning, Kelly. Hey, Trish. I'm glad you're able to join in. Perfect. All right. So we are going to dive right in. If you have questions as we are going along, as you know, I love when you guys ask questions. I'll be displaying them on the screen if you are here with us live or you're watching the replay. And that way, if you're listening to the podcast, you are able to hear what's being asked. And if you have that question, hopefully it gets answered. Okay. So what we are going to dive in today is we're going to be talking about how to set quarterly goals, because I know that a big part of what people do is they look at 2018 and they go, yes, this is it. This is my year. I am going to make this be amazing, right? And that's wonderful. And a lot of times people will focus on their income goals or they will focus on their social media following or their page views, right? And they set these huge goals. And when you look at it, it's always a really scary number. Good morning, Morgan. Um, so you have a scary number that encompasses a full year and it can look huge unless you break it down into its pieces. So we're going to talk about those pieces and some of the things that you can actually do. Good morning, Nicole. Um, so that you can really figure out the best way to hit those goals. So just a little bit of a backstory for you so that you understand why I am so passionate about writing down your goals and really getting clear on what you need to do. I wrote down goals for myself when I had the Melrose family. I still have the Melrose family, um, but I was just doing the Melrose family. And I was also working full time as a teacher in an inner city school district. I had written down the goal that I wanted to leave teaching. I wanted my blogging income to replace my teaching income so that I could blog full time and that be my business. I also wrote down the crazy goal, and I still to this day think it's a crazy goal, of being able to retire my husband so that he doesn't have to work a crazy retail job. I was talking to someone yesterday and they were saying to me how um, their husband is gone often. And I said, Oh, girl, you are preaching to the choir. I totally understand. I, um, my husband had one weekend off a month and I, and when I was pregnant with my youngest, I was six months pregnant and he was working overnights. So believe me, I understand that craziness of the husband not being there and working crazy hours and wanting him to be able to be there. And he is now there. So both of those goals that I have written down came true. And I believe beyond a doubt that it was because I wrote them down. They were something that I said and I put on paper and I also shared it. I shared it with someone else. So we're going to talk about three principles that you need to have when you are setting your quarterly goals. Um, there is actually a question that is coming in already and I'm going to answer it. So this is Trish Warren. If nobody knows Trish, if you are a North Carolina blogger, you need to get involved with the North Carolina Blogger Network. Trish runs it. She does a fabulous job. And as a North Carolinian myself, I am part of it. Um, so Trish asks, do you use a planner or something to help with your goals? And if so, do you have one you love and recommend? Okay. So I do have a planner. I am, I'm a former teacher. So can I get a 
couple emojis for the former teachers that love their planners. I had, I think, three different planners last year because there were pieces that I felt like each planner was missing. So this year, I purchased the Brilliant Life Planner. It is amazing. I will definitely put a link in the comments for this. It will be an affiliate link. I get a small portion of if you were to purchase. But that is not why I'm telling you about it. I am telling you about it because it is beautiful. Listen to this. Can you hear it? It's hard, okay? It is absolutely amazing. It travels easily because this goes with me. It is my life. Um, it breaks down each month that is in here. So all of the planning here, you can see that the months are here. You have a spot for notes. And then when you get into it, there's a little quote with another spot for notes. And it then does your full month at a glance. Good morning, Melanie. And then you also can break down your day for tasks. So this goes into, now this I use for business and I use for life. So obviously my parenting life is what I'm saying when I say my life. Um, so when I am using this, I'm able to put the tasks that I want. And it also gives me an opportunity to write down like gratitude. There's a spot for memories. There's a spot that here that says struggles and stressors, how I overcame. And then it also, which is my favorite, it breaks it down by day, by hour. This is why this is amazing because I used to have to use a separate planner for that. This is my end of year for 2017 that I've been using because my old planner didn't do it that way. And it breaks it down by hour. And as a teacher, former teacher, many of you know, because I know I have a lot of teachers that are in my audience. Kelly already I saw is here with us that is also a teacher. Um, we like just to see things by hour because that's how we used to plan our dates. So that is in the Brilliant Life Planner as well. Now, later on, a couple um, down the road, we are also going to be talking a, about a blog planner that is specifically meant for keeping track of your ideas, your content that I um, actually have coming in the mail. Supposed to come um, this week. So I am excited to really take a look into that. And we will be talking more about like planners and what to use that works really, really well for your business um, as in a couple broadcasts from today. So, first thing that I want you to do is that if this is your first time, I want you to know that we go live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Um, I do that because I feel that you need to have something that is continuous, that you know is going to be there every single week, and that you're able to get involved in and be a part of and kind of just know that you can always have someone there that is going to be able to answer your questions. So if you do get stuck, if you are curious about something, you're able to hop on with me and be able to get those questions answered. Um, and as a blogger myself, I can answer those blogging questions, which I think a lot of times people that blog don't necessarily haven't done it. And having had the Melrose family now for almost seven years, I've definitely, definitely in the thick of it and understand what you are all going through because I still go through those rides um, with each season as part of blogging and as it changes as well. So um, we have already covered in previous weeks. So you, if you go to videos on the Jenny Morrow's Facebook page, you'll be able to find those previous videos where we started. We started big with vision boards, creating um, a vision board so that you could kind of look at what your life you want it to be like in five years. You can actually see it over my shoulder back over there in the corner where you can kind of see there's a cork board back there with some pictures on it. We did our vision boards. I would highly recommend doing that. The vision boards that people shared in there were 
absolutely beautiful that were part of the comments. Definitely check that out. And then last week, we talked about the power of purpose, your why, for why it is you are setting these goals and trying to get yourself set up. So now what we're going to do is we're going to dive in thicker and deeper into setting your quarterly goals because a lot of times, like I said in the beginning, people start with like these really large, heavy, heavy goals. And they say to themselves, okay, I want to make $50,000 this year on my blog. And they're starting possibly from maybe profiting a thousand, two thousand, whatever it might be. So that large number of 50,000 can be very overwhelming. So what we are going to do is we're going to break it into three principles that you absolutely need to have when you are setting these goals. And then we're going to take a look at how to break those down. So let's just jump right into that. The first principle that you need to absolutely have when you are doing your goals is you need to have accountability. There has to be some way for you to be held accountable to these. Now, you can be accountable to your significant other, to your best friend, but I would highly recommend you having an accountability partner or someone that you are accountable, accountable to within the blogging community that understands what it is that you do. So what I am going to do, because I want you guys to be able to have that ability, I am going to um, start a thread in the Influencer Entrepreneurs Facebook community so that you can start to kind of see who is looking for an accountability partner and you can have the, the opportunity to be able to get matched up with someone. Because if you don't have someone in your life that you're being held accountable to your goals, it's going to be difficult to to hit these. You can set these goals up and have them all written out and it'd be all well and good. But if you're not having someone to bounce your ideas off of, to be able to say, okay, you said you were going to do this this week. Did you get it done? It often is difficult to do that. Now, this is something Morgan is actually jumping in. Perfect. So this is Morgan from Morgan Manages Mommyhood. She is um, actually did an interview with me last week on the Facebook page where we talked all about her business and the growth that she has seen. And she is saying it is so, so important. And I know that her accountability partner is actually live with me. Um, and she is saying that she met her blogging BFF through one of my accountability threats. So Kelly is um, also live with me right now from Typically Simple, and she is Morgan's accountability partner. She was able to find, they were able to find each other through a thread that I had started in within my membership site, but I want to be able to give an opportunity to those who may not be making a ton of income yet. I know that it can be difficult to pay for a membership site to be able to putting things out. So what I want you to do is have that opportunity to be able to do that in a free community, which is what the Influencer Entrepreneurs Facebook group is. So I will have that thread in there as soon as I am done going live here so that you guys can start to try to pair up with someone. And it doesn't have to be someone that is exactly in your niche. Morgan um, talks a lot about parenting. She does cute kids food. Kelly does a lot of kids craft and kids activities. So yes, they're at a similar stage as far as the kids part, but the content they're creating is not the same. And it actually works really well for them because they have a similar audience. So being able to share each other's content works really, really great for them. So I um, really highly recommend finding that accountability partner. Now, there are certain characteristics that you want in an accountability partner. You do not want someone who is going to tell you that every idea and everything that you do is brilliant. 
you need someone who is going to kick you in the pants and is going to say to you, yeah, that doesn't really make much sense. I don't know if that's going to work. Well, what about this? Now, you want someone who's going to be in the middle, not someone who is going to be the glasses half empty every single time you bring an idea up, okay? So you have to kind of find this. And that's why sometimes an accountability partner thread is great because it gives you that opportunity to kind of go through and see, okay, who's looking for this? Who might be the right person for me? And it may take a couple tries to really find the right personality for you. Now, something that many of you know, um, I run a mastermind, which works similar to this. I bring together a group of women, and they're able to go through their businesses and really have that accountability to each other to get their goals set, and as well as get their questions answered. Now, right now, my mastermind is closed for 2018. I've already kind of read it through my applications, but for those that are interested in doing a mastermind up in, in, to, in 2018, I run my masterminds every three months. So definitely keep an look out for that. I will be talking about it again in trainings as it gets closer to the date to when I will be offering that again. But make sure that when you are looking for an accountability partner, you find someone that works with your personality, okay? I have an accountability partner. She's actually my marketing specialist. And she is, she's going to tell me like it is. And I appreciate that. I actually take that really well. As a former athlete, I was very used to being coached to the point where I was told, no, that's not right. No, that's not right. Fix it, fix it, fix it. Um, and I react well to that. So you need to find someone who your personality kind of meshes with. Not everyone can take someone telling you, no, 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 no. Um, you need someone that is going to work well with your personality. So make sure that you don't get discouraged if the first person you talk to, you're kind of like, yeah, I don't know if that's the right fit. Really put yourself out there and give yourself the opportunity to find someone. So that's the first part that you need. You need to be able to find someone that's going to hold you accountable. And again, it can be someone outside of blogging, but I would highly recommend it being someone within our field. Um, second thing you need is you need to have commitment. You need to commit to these goals. You need to commit to knowing and being able to say, okay, I'm going to set this goal and I'm going to do the tasks that I'm going to just decide upon that are going to get me there. Now, next, not next week, because it's the day after Christmas, so that would just be crazy. But the next time that we have a live broadcast, I'm going to be talking about the difference between outcome and performance goals. And I'm really going to be breaking down what the difference is and how you can create tasks performance goals in order to get to that huge outcome, okay? So you have to be able to say to yourself, yes, I want this commitment um, to these goals by writing them down, finding that accountability partner, and staying in your head, I'm going to see this through, I'm going to do the tasks that I have written down that are going to get me there, and then I'm going to reevaluate, because I'm going to tell you what, you can write down that you want the sky to land in your lap. But if you're not having tasks that get you to that and really following through with it, it's not going to happen. You have to be able to also be able to reevaluate. We're going to talk more about that. But setting these goals, especially if you've never done it before, you may feel like you're starting really big. We're going to break it down into its pieces and then be able to determine if it's getting you closer or not once we get to the end of the quarter. At the end of the quarter, we look at those goals and we say, okay, we were a little too pie in the sky here. We need to bring it back. I do this 
every time I have a launch. Every time I have a launch, I set my pie in the sky goal. And then I look at it and say, okay, what do I need to do to get to it next time? What do we need to change? What do we need to fix? And you want to do some the same thing in your blogging business. So that if you set a goal, uh, let's say we're going to look at this as a quarterly goal, you're going to be able to say, I need so many sponsored posts. I need to make so much money on affiliate income. So that if you're saying in the first quarter, I want to make $15,000 so that I'll make a total of, let's say, $60,000 for the year. We break it into four, into 15s. So we have $15,000 for that quarter, three months. I got to make $5,000, right? $5,000 then a month. Did we all follow my math? Because I'm not always very good at math, as some of you may know. But <laughs> so you're doing 5000 a month. Now we're going to look at what pieces are going to go into bringing me that $5,000. Is it going to be sponsored post, affiliate income, ad money, products? What can go into there as revenue? And then how much is going to come from each category or revenue stream that I've mentioned? Okay, that's how you're going to be able to take these very large goals and break them into its pieces. So you have accountability, you have commitment, and you need greatness in the moment. You need to be able to give yourself the opportunity to really try to hit those goals and to be able to look at and in to be able to look in the mirror at yourself and say, yes, this is what I'm aiming for. I have put myself there. I am doing the tasks that I need to do in order to get there. And we're only going to continue to strive for that. Okay. So You've heard me talk about quarterly. I keep saying quarterly because when you plan your goals and you do this annual goal, and I kind of broke down the numbers, I'm breaking down a little bit slower. So let's say we said we want to make $60,000 for the year. Okay. So we're doing a year's time. Now, if you take the year and you break it into quarters, you're going to have four quarters, right? So if we're doing that, then we're looking to make $15,000 per quarter to get us to the 60, okay? Now, as we're taking that 15,000, so we're looking at a quarter for 15,000. When I say a quarter, we're talking 90 days, we're talking 12 weeks, right? So now you're gonna be able to take that quarter, so it's three months or 90 days, and you're gonna be able to take 15,000 and divide it by three to get the 5,000 per month. So I know I did that math really quickly before, and I kind of just spit out a bunch of numbers. I wanted to make sure that you saw how that number becomes tangible, right? 5000 a month. Now, obviously, if you're looking to make, you're not quite shooting for $60,000, you are going to do the same thing that I did. Take that, that annual amount that you want to make for the year and be able to divide it into its fours for the quarter and then divide it into three to be able to get your monthly goal that you're looking to make for income. All right. So now that we have that number, what we're going to look to do is quarterly, we're going to look to decide upon the tasks that are going to get us there. We want to be able to figure out what exactly is going to be able to get me to that income. And you can look at your revenue streams and you can then look at, OK, if I'm seeing that I want to make um, three thousand out of the five thousand on sponsor posts, what are the tasks that I need to do 
in order to do that, right? What am I going to have to do? Well, you're going to have to pitch because you can't just rely on networks. As many of you probably have heard me say time and time again, I am a huge proponent of making sure that you are pitching yourself to the brand so that you can stand out. So you're going to be pitching. You're going to need to follow up. And then you're going to need to make sure that when you do have the contracts and you're ready to go, that you are setting yourself up for that to do well so that you can then repitch them to be able to do a long-term contract. All right, so you're thinking of what are the tasks that I need to do in order to get to that income, in order to be able to do that per month. Now, obviously, what will happen, especially in the beginning of the year, is you're looking at that first quarter and you're thinking, okay, well, I'm doing this for the first time. I've set these high expectations. I may not hit them in the first quarter. That's where you're going to be able to reevaluate and say, okay, did this get me close? Did I get myself set up so that I can hit it next month? And if I didn't, what do I need to fix? And we're going to really dive into how to set up those performance goals so that they become a habit and you're able to then hit those goals without hesitating, without kind of looking at it and going, oh my God, it's a really big goal. Okay. So what I want you guys to be able to do is as soon as this broadcast is done, I'm going to set up that thread over in the Influencer Entrepreneurs Facebook community so that you can find the perfect accountability partner. Because this is really your first step, right? This is your first opportunity to be able to say, yes, I am committed to someone and I'm going to make sure that they get their greatness in the moment just like you are. All right, you guys, I am going to be checking this later on so that I can see if there's any questions that come up. If you have questions, please put them here. It also will give me an opportunity to see what you guys need further um, information on so that I can continue to make sure that my live broadcasts are answering your questions. I appreciate you all so much for taking the time to hop on with me, and I will see you all soon. All right. Well, there you have it. Clearly, this training gave a ton of information. Now, if you are interested in joining in on finding an accountability partner, and as you heard from the training, an accountability partner is one of the three principles that you need in order to set those quarterly goals and have them come to fruition. So be sure to join in the Influencer Entrepreneurs Facebook community so that you can find your accountability partner today. I have started that thread. I will make sure to link to it in the show notes so that you are able to join in. But as you heard, having an accountability partner can really make all the difference. And you may not find the perfect fit the first time through. Give it an opportunity to see if they are the right person for you and if it will work out. I have worked with various people over my seven-year career of blogging, and some I still talk to today, while others, we kind of just went on a different path, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Your vision, your personalities change, and your goals change. And when that happens, you need to find someone else that is going to continue to push you and move you forward. So I hope that you will join in on the Influencer Entrepreneurs Facebook group. You can request access by going to jennymelrose.com and up in the top right-hand corner is a button for community. 
We will get you in there. That way you can get involved in on the conversations. We also continue the conversations that occur in the podcast. So if you do have questions about something that came up, please be sure to jump on in and ask those. Um, as well as we love when you guys leave us a review on iTunes. It only helps us to be able to continue to provide you with the best trainings when you leave us a review and let us know what's working for you. I appreciate you guys so much and I will talk to y'all soon. 